0: Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, welcome to CarCast. Oh, we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the new AMG, the Mercedes AMG One. We're going to talk about the uh, their new all electric Tesla Fighter as well. We're going to dig into a few things of the projects we've been working on as uh, as well as. Mm, there's the Arkimoto electric three-wheeler that I've been driving around town that, uh, I think Bill's going to be fascinated with. But before we get started, a word from our friends at McGuire's. You know, over the last few years, McGuire's has launched the next generation of protective products, specifically geared toward DIYers. They have their new hybrid uh, products, their hybrid ceramic products, their hybrid ceramic spray wax. This is the one that you find in the bright blue bottle. It has their advanced SiO2 hybrid technology. It delivers a ceramic wax protection and durability beyond traditional wax. They also have their hybrid ceramic liquid wax. This is uh, similar, but it's a long-lasting ceramic protection and an easy-to-use wax. And uh, our favorite over here is the hybrid ceramic spray detailer. For those in-between boosted maintenance that you need, it removes dust, fingerprints, bird droppings, and kind of helps give you that next layer of protection in between the full waxes. And uh, this year, they've uh, included their new product line with there's ceramic wash and wax. This is in the bright orange bottle. This is a unique two-liquid system. You combine them together in one bucket and it ends up washing, waxing your vehicle all at one time. So McGuire's has a hybrid ceramic solution for everyone. It's ceramic ceramic made easy. It's McGuire's. <laughs> Hello, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator. D'Andrea, we're here with Bill Goldberg. How's
1: Texas? It's uh, it's strange, man. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful one minute, and then the next minute, there's a golf ball size hail flying through the air. So I mean, you know, it's 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 it keeps you on your toes.
0: Yeah, as it's, uh, uh, it's uh, gauges is, is back in full in full speed with the sports and everything. Is it is. Because I speed, assume...
1: first day, first day of pads, two days for spring football was 97. So yeah, yeah it's a nice, uh, nice welcoming weather for him. And his second year of playing football, which now is, is uh, high school. So yeah, it's, it's interesting, man. Interesting. Yeah. For sure. I,
0: it's, it's interesting. I talked to uh, Adam over the weekend as well. And uh, he's, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm in orange County with Natalia, his daughter. He's like, sports are back up. It's happening. I go, well, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. She has back to back volleyball games. He's like, We're going to be in Orange <laughs> County for six hours. We're going to be down here watching games for six hours. And I was like, Yeah, that's, uh, that's. I guess that's part of the job description.
1: It is kind yeah, of. Yeah, and everybody was bitching and moaning about not having games. And now the kids obviously get to go back out and do their thing. And now we're bitching and moaning about it. You know? Yeah, that's kind I, of I a long day,
0: though. That's, I mean, that's, that's six Dude, you're hours of gameplay.
1: You're preaching to the choir, Gage has got baseball, so his baseball season is over with with his school. now he's in spring football practice, but next weekend, uh, summer baseball picks up, right So he works out and trains with the football team in the off season, but on the weekends he travels out of, out of town every weekend for three days to do a turn. baseball yeah. term. So,
0: What's he like yeah. in more of these days baseball or football?
1: Who knows? I mean, he just got a taste of football for the first time last year. Now yeah. he's you know in high school and has a chance to play on varsity. So it's a toss-up, yeah. 50-50 right now. Because
0: he, really, he was really into baseball, you know, for years. It hasn't for, changed, for years. but now
1: he's really into football, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's tough. Yeah. But he, he's juggling it for a little bit.
0: Well, he's in high school, so he was really into baseball. He was really into football. Now he's going to be really into girls, and uh, and then everything's going to change. <laughs> exactly. Palm to face.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he's going to be really into cars, right? So yeah. he's actually going to have another Goldberg driving around on the streets. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, you can keep him I on the property for boring. a while. Thank you. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, you'll end up doing what my parents were doing. It's like driving me around for all the sports and the and the ROTC stuff every weekend. And then when I started getting a license. You know they were like real strict, like you can only go here and you can only do this. And then they were like, we were sick of driving you around, so you could go to your events, you could go to your baseball and your track and ROTC, and you could like do all of those events. And then eventually, oh yeah, my parents were going out of town every weekend, and I was home alone just driving to my events. I was like, what happened here? We just flipped the script completely. <laughs>
1: oh man, and it's like it's liberating. Yeah, I can imagine it's liberating and terrifying at the same time. I'm that sure. Really
0: yeah, weird. yeah, but now you ever. Everybody has all this technology. There's cameras and tracking on phones. And oh yeah, dude, if you kidding me? Yeah. I got,
1: I'm going to have GPS. I'm going to have a rev limiter. I'm going to have a, a, a top speed limiter. I'm going to be yeah. able to kick it down to two cylinders when I want. Whatever the <laughs> yeah, <everything, laughs> I'm going to right? be able to control it from my iPhone. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's going to be funny because you're going to be like, "Hey, Gage, we got you a Tesla." You're like, "Why?" You're like, "Cause I can <laughs> shut the goddamn thing off with my phone,
1: <laughs> you know, from
0: anywhere in the world." Oh God. yeah. Um, You're right. You're all right. right. <laughs> so uh let me let me hit uh Dodge real quick. Dodge was ranked number 1 for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass-market brands by JD Power. It's the first US brand ever to be ranked number 1 in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit dodge.com to schedule your test drive. Uh all right, well speaking of, I saw some uh I saw some posts you put up of the uh of the Charger. This is the twin turbo Wide body, has, yeah. The, the twin turbo carbon fiber wide body. So, it uh, you guys have been following along. This is the crazy, f- whatever, 1500 horsepower twin turbo charger Hellcat that uh, you've been working on with um, with Gearhead's fabrication, and then it went to Speed Core. No, then it left Speed Core and went to Dave Salvaggio. It was at
1: SpeedCore originally. It was at my house. It, it, then it was a it was a skinny tire car. So I think that those are worthless compared to the wide body. So I had to do something special to it. I wanted to transform it like I did the Challenger. So it went to SpeedCore. Um, we got a, a number, obviously, of carbon fiber parts, whether it be the nose, whether it be the tail, uh, the, the fender flares, and then, you know, with, with – uh, Dave's departure from SpeedCore, he, to me, was SpeedCore, so the car went with him. And then uh, the carbon got fi- finished up, the paint got finished up, then it went down to Mario at Gearhead Fabrications, we twin turbo it, new motor, for the most part, and uh, KW suspension, and the list goes on and on, you, you've seen it. And uh, the fact is that it, it's been going back and forth, and I haven't seen it in about two years. And uh, it was a long day ago at SEMA where you know we came up with this idea, Mm -hmm. and now it's ironic that it's I'm probably not going to see it until SEMA, you know, at the end of this year. But um, I'm going down to Orlando hopefully in a couple days, um, and I get to actually put my butt in that seat for the first time in two years.
0: Now this is still a rear wheel drive car. It wasn't converted to all wheel drive, uh, so it's a bit of a and balancing act on getting uh, traction, but there was a couple teaser videos um, that you posted up on your social media, up on Instagram, of it just getting tested at the drag strip. I, I, I don't think you 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 posted a full pass, but I think you posted just a couple of launches with this thing. Now at the time, I think they had it set up with the parachute and everything, so. Um, I guess the intention is a full pass or a couple of full passes.
1: Well, here's here's the deal. You know, shaking a car down, right? And yeah. This this car's Frankenstein. It's got a little bit of everything on it. You know, like a little bit of everything. So we're we're testing the combination. Obviously, they're testing the tune. They got to get the turbos right. Um, we're testing the new tranny. We got a turbo four hundred in there. So testing the traction. We're testing everything on that car. Um, we're finding out through. Through uh, R and D, obviously what works and what's not working. And yeah, I- I'm 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 only going to show a, a snippet for right now. But there were some pretty wild passes, or not passes, pretty wild launches, uh, and and not all of them went straight by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm going to have to wear the pair of pens or get some kind of a sponsorship deal with them the first probably week I'm driving that car, testing that car. And, you know, because I want to take it to its limit and it looks as if that limit is very high. It's going to be, so, yeah, it's going to be pretty uh, it's crazy. It's a balancing act. Yeah, it's a balancing act. So, so they, I- they actually got shut down last night because it started raining. So yeah. um, they they got one complete pass. They weren't pushing it by any stretch of the imagination, 100%. But uh, they did get one complete pass on it. You know, I'll I'll update everybody soon.
0: Now, uh, at one point, you or Salvaggio teased a little bit of of the paint. He just showed like a detail shot of some gloss and some carbon and a little bit striping and stuff on it. Out there testing the vehicle <laughs> and all yeah. of that stuff is done. How, is he running all the, the good body work on it or has he got like a different hood on it or something right now? Like, what not
1: it's like I said, right now it's kind of Frankenstein. Yeah, so, it's kind of Frankenstein um, because he's got some pretty yeah.
0: high quality detailed pieces that you know, just, just in case.
1: And it's always a timing issue, you know. I mean, uh, especially in what's gone on over this past year and a half. I mean, everything can't fall into place exactly how you want to. So, something uh, aesthetically may have been done prior to the mechanical issues yeah, being right. taken down. And so, um, at, at the end of the day, uh, it, it'll once it's it, once it's displayed in MagnaFlow's booth in uh, in November. Fingers crossed. Um, Everybody will be quite surprised, and they'll be quite happy with what they see. I believe. If not, then I really don't care because I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, 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 I dig it for sure because if you think about the lineup now, just just some of the toys you have in the garage right now. Of course, the TRX with the with the uh, with the Goldberg's pack on it, Goldberg's garage pack on it, or one of the packs. Who knows how many you are going to end up. Swapping that thing—it's an R&D vehicle. Well, now that your neighbor sent his TRX down there, he can do a little R&D on his as well. I saw I already got man. it, I already
1: got it. So the update <laughs> on that is that they—they—they they, they made him a specific uh, airbox, right? Because we were losing a lot of horsepower with that new design with the TRX airbox and the filter. And if you remember, I talked to you about K and N trying to do, something. but they rectified, you know, temporarily that situation. So now he's going to have probably twenty something more horsepower than me. And so um, when the red eye is done and the truck drops the red eye off and my charger, uh, the TRX will probably have a spot back down to Mario and twin turbo is right around the corner.
0: Right. So, so you got the truck now. Uh, the, the red eye challenger is great. That one's kind of set up for the corners a little bit more.
1: Port, yeah. yeah, but we ported the blower. We got Yeah, new, so it's a higher horsepower,
0: yeah. but you've got some handling in there now. The Charger is the Drag Race machine. Now, wait, are you driving another Charger as a daily?
1: No, unfortunately, the TRX is a daily now. I'm thinking of juicing up a Sprinter van, you know, from Dodge, (laughs) but I I don't know. Um, I'm looking at a new venture, and so, yeah, I I may be, I may joke, I'm joking about that, but I'm I'm half-heartedly not, but um, I don't know. I was thinking about it yesterday, man. I've got to get something as a driver, but... I'm going to turn it into one of these other ones. And it's I, know, gonna, that's I don't thing. know what's going to happen. I don't know. Well, I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to tweak on him a little bit. Like I was thinking about that too, going, yeah, you know, um, you know, I got, I got to do the engine swap in the lightning soon. I'm building the engine. We've got some parts coming in. I spoke to the guys at pro charger and they're sending me some, like some used, uh, uh, parts that I can mess around with, like for prototyping, you know, they're like the shell of a, of a supercharger. It's not pretty. It's a little dinged up. It's used, you know, it's been like, you know, like a refurbished kind of deal. Um, uh, I don't even think it has all the gears and stuff in it. It's just something that I can mock up with and whatnot. But knowing that, um, I'm, I'm building that supercharger bracket for the Mustang Cobra and the Ford lightning, and I've been driving the lightning, I've got the new Mach One on the way. I'm like, well, at least I'll have something to drive while I'm working on these. But already I'm talking to guys like, hey, are you maybe what are we gonna do with the supercharger or turbo exactly. or something like that? And we're I'm like, afflicted <laughs> with something
1: that's the disease. I can't man. I can't leave it alone. It
0: I can't leave it alone, but I guess that's part of that's part of the fun uh, of, the of
1: the only life. way humanly possible we're gonna have a vehicle that we cannot customize is if it's uncustomizable right I, know. I mean tesla you can't do much to tesla can you
0: no i i mean performance wise there's probably a few things but not many i i don't really know for sure but certainly cosmetically and everything else you know uh you can there's always something to do right
1: uh well it's pretty it's a yeah. pretty finite list on those teslas right yeah, because I yeah. I would I do believe that if it was out there I'd see one or two or five right. that were really cool looking. And I, although I don't live in L. A. anymore. At,
0: at one point, Celine was doing a, a a Celine Tesla, and I think Steve Celine still might be driving his version.
1: And we talked to him about that. Yeah, right? he
0: he did a body kit and wheels and stuff on it. He might have done something on the stance, um, and I don't think he did anything to the electric. Uh, uh motors or anything on the programming, but he did do a uh, gear he he was able to to swap a gear and improve the acceleration just based off of that so uh, some, cool. some sort of gear swap all right um speaking of ford lightning uh I just want to tell you guys that oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh Ford's upcoming all-electric F one hundred and fifty, not to be confused with the hybrid F one hundred and fifty. Right, we have the F one hundred and fifty lineup. We have the hybrids, and the, you know the Power Boost, and the all-electric F one hundred and fifty. Which you know, Ford was doing this partnership with Rivian, right? The electric truck, and they still have a huge investment in that company. Uh, from now, I spoke to some of the engineers on the EV. Side of the business when I was when I was driving the Mustang Mach-E. Mm-hmm. and um, I believe most of their engineers or their office is 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 in Europe. I think they have a lot of EV stuff happening there, um, not necessarily for the European market. That's just the office that they're using. And uh, I I don't think Rivian is going to end up being excuse me the F one fifty. Right so don't expect the Rivian pickup truck and the F150 to be the same by any means. They F150 is such a big profitable big selling vehicle for Ford. Uh they weren't going to go, "Hey, let's just scrap F150 and go with Rivian." So Rivian's truck is going to be Rivian's truck and you know The verdict's still out on that. I like what the company is doing. A lot of eyes on them. But that's not what the F-150 is going to be. Some of the Rivian technology may end up being shared possibly with Lincoln. Like some of the things that are happening with Rivian's truck and their SUV could end up on the Lincoln side, which which would make sense. But I believe Ford is developing all of their own stuff to underpin the F-150 EV. Um, But this is kind of fun is the rumor is now they're bringing back the Lightning nameplate for the EV, for the F-150 electric. Of course it makes sense. It'd be fun. Now here's the thing though is my thought is you already took the Mustang Mach-E an all electric, you know, little SUV and gave it the Mustang nameplate. And when you did that, Ford had to end up doing like a GT, a GT Performance Edition. They had to put some emphasis on the performance of it. So I don't think you can have a Ford Lightning and not have a little bit of a sport truck kind of performance option going on, especially because they already have Raptor and Raptor R coming out, right? So they're already, ta- and Tremor, by the way, right? Um, and they, you know, so they've got the off road stuff covered. They don't have the sport truck covered, and and we know that there's a lot of advantages on going full EV when it comes to those like zero to sixty times and and whatnot. Yeah. So and maybe we're not quite there's there a lot yet. Of wishful thinking in that <laughs> there is a lot of wishful thinking, but and and uh, I'd be interested to see. Listen, I. I Ford, when you bring that thing out here and you're ready for some photos, you let me know because I've got a really nice uh, F-150 Lightning that you could put that thing side-by-side and uh, and we could do some photos and stuff together. You're more than welcome to use my truck. You just let me know when and uh, I'll try to make it available with or without an engine. I don't know. So you got to let me know soon. to, uh, to see what you guys want to want to do with that, but it is it is available. I am willing to make that available
1: to you guys. What? Yeah, that's inter- that was an interesting little marketing deal there. I, I
0: like. I think there's a lot of equity in reviving successful nameplates. Right. This is why 100%. we keep pushing. You know, bringing back things like Challenger and Charger and you know Camaro a few times now. Mustang's been around the whole time, and and you know, like, there was a. When when Ford was really doing cars, other than sports cars, you know they had Ford Taurus that was successful for them. Then they went to like the 500 or something and not successful. And they brought back the Taurus nameplate, and I think it did okay. But at least there was some equity there, some brand equity there. Um, but uh, I don't know I think it's a I think it I think it kind of works. Um, Before I get into some more stuff, let me tell you guys about GEICO. You guys own your home or you rent your home, and we know how much work that can be. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And we know that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to GEICO.com and get a quote and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. All right. All right. 370 Z, Nissan. The new Z is rolling out. Our friends over at Nissan uh, did a big event, a big cars and coffee event recently near their headquarters in Tennessee. And uh, our buddy Dan Pass over there. Dan's a a hot shot over there. He's one of the executives, nicest guy. And we work with him quite a bit over the years and uh, always enjoy doing that. He has also taken on the role of managing the Nissan Heritage Museum and I love that he's doing it and this is basically a volunteer role for him he's he gets paid he's got a job at Nissan but the Heritage Museum portion of it is sort of a volunteer role they didn't they didn't bump up his salary for that one uh, but he's got such a love and a passion for uh, for for their history, um and uh we've had so many conversations about you know embracing motorsport history and 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 stuff like that with them um and it is nice to see that uh you should follow them, you guys that are the Nissan fans uh I think the Nissan Heritage Museum. Yeah is the Instagram page. And you'll start seeing some posts that they have uh, going on there. But he took the Nissan Z Proto and drove it out of the museum, brought it to a Carson Coffee, let everybody kind of see it up close in person, and brought a social media team and got some videos and stuff for it. And they rolled out in the new uh, Nissan Frontier as well, I believe, um, as their camera car, which is a great idea, right? Have the new truck there with the new car. And uh, we, we start to think about <clears throat> when is the new Z going to be coming out? And our best indication of that is what's happening with the 370Z at the dealers. And I think this past quarter they sold 12 cars. And not because <laughs> uh, uh, you know nobody wants them. It's because they're not making them. They're clearing off the lot. So if you are interested in a 370Z – uh, now's your chance. Maybe you can negotiate yourself a deal. There's a few around, but for the most part, this is a pretty good indication of saying, "Hey, we're getting. You know, let's sell whatever we've got left on the lots. No more three seventies zs are being delivered. No more is being made. I don't think you can order anything. Now's your chance. If you want one of those, uh, I'm sure they're willing to make a deal for you. I can't. Promise that, but you could call around and see what they got there and uh, get in on that 370Z because the new Z is coming out soon. The 370Z has been out for a minute, right? We're about mm, 12, 12 years, something like that, yeah, it's about 12 years old. Uh, anyway, so if you guys are interested in that, go and check that out. Um,
1: You'll be interested, though, no, I had a 300CX.
0: You did have a 300, yeah. You know college you had a three hundred Adam had a three fifty Z when that came out sort of that retro styling we've got the three seventy anniversary car i I like what's going on with this new Z I don't know if it's going to be called a four hundred but um i I like what's I, going I on it's the, twin into turbo the nostalgia.
1: Yeah, if they you tap into the nostalgia and you do it properly and you don't shit bag on tradition then i think it's a good market move i mean and everybody's doing it still, right? and it's cyclical it's
0: still you know still fairly small fairly lightweight it's got a manual transmission 400 horsepower turbo and that's before we breathe on it like we do with everything that we, we do um uh, i don't know it seems kind of seems like it could be kind of interesting um I you know, I saw it up up close and then we saw some photos that leaked over time. You know, the yellow one that you guys have seen and the grill looks very big and I was trying to explain that, you know, there's sort of two sections, an upper and lower grill, and it has different patterns and different depth to them, but it's very, very tough to see in <laughs> any of the photos. And when you see the car in person, you you can tell there's something going on there that's got a little bit more character. And then some photos came out recently of like a gray one and a silver one, I don't know, like in a storage container or shipping container or whatever they're doing with it. And uh, Nissan even went to, to do some chrome trim and some different accents on the grill to kind of separate the upper and lower. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I think it's going to look good when you see it in person um, and – of course keep in mind these are one of the most modified vehicles that are out there as well so once the aftermarket gets a hold of what they're going to do you know like i was saying my 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 neighbor does like body kits and he's got the the BMW M4 with the giant nostrils in the front he's already like scanning and trying to come up with a different front end for that thing
1: please dear god i bet that's going to be a big seller
0: yeah Uh, the kit yeah
1: the kit yeah
0: yeah Uh, anyway so for the nissan and the aftermarket and stuff uh what were you gonna say
1: i was gonna say uh you're talking about aftermarket did you witness and or hear anything about the sema town hall that was a couple days ago
0: i i didn't see the event i i heard about it but i didn't um I didn't have time to, you know, sort of like tune in or whatever. Did you hear anything about anything?
1: It? No. no, anything newsworthy that came out of it? No, all. Um,
0: but all I'm hearing is, is still um, moving forward on, on a, you know, a fully stock SEMA show, um, that new expansion to the uh, convention center. It's going to be in there as well. Um, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what we're going to be doing out there yet. We're going to start talking about that soon as far as on the podcast side, you and I and and Adam as well. Uh, I would imagine if they want to create a little bit of space between the booths and a little bit wider uh, walkways, they might be able to do so because they have you know almost another million square feet. It's like 1.4 million, but when you break it down to – you know, hospitality and food and check-in registration areas and whatever it ends up being. It's, I don't know, it's something like a million square feet, but that's massive. Um, I, I don't know what that does to the current layout, you know, because so many companies have their booths built and designed for their for their location and they use them year over year. They just sort of decorate them up a little bit different. But if you go to everybody, let's say that Central Hall, that Hot Rod Alley where, you know, where Magnaflow and Ford and GM and, you know, Edelbrock and Holly and all those guys are, if you go to them and say, uh, we need to create a little bit more room. So what does that mean? Everybody's booth is a little smaller, everybody's, or everybody's booth is the same, size because that's expensive to change the walkways get bigger so somewhere toward the edges whoever had a booth there gets bumped out right and they got to go to another location and then what sort of what does that do for foot traffic so there's a lot of i'm sure there's a lot of things that are are happening or they just say uh you know everything's going to be fine by then Everybody's vaccinated. Everything's going to be fine. It's in November and it's Vegas. And uh, and if, you, if you're if you really, really concerned, uh, mask up or don't go. I, I, I don't know. I don't mean that like in a meeting. No, here, here's, mean.
1: A, here's a question. So, you know, Vegas, uh, Nevada and Vegas specifically can have its restrictions, its specific restrictions. But as you and I both know, we're going with Barrett-Jackson here in June. Yeah. And Barrett-Jackson has – and they have their own rules. The question is, since SEMA is always in Vegas and they're Vegas based, I would imagine. Are they gonna have the Vegas rules or are they gonna have their own set of rules? You know, that are more restrictive. Yes.
0: Yeah, so far I, I I don't know. We'll have to get some more information about it. Um
1: Because if I, I, they have the Vegas rules, I mean they're pretty lenient, we know, comparatively. Yeah. You know, so
0: yeah, and that's a good question. Um the last uh I had a little visit from our friend Richard Ryder over at Magnaflow the other day. He came by to check out the check out my uh, my new space. And uh you know, I got to to check out his truck, his overlander truck that he's been working on. He's been doing a lot of content with that. So if you guys are into that, you should definitely follow him. Follow uh Oxidizer on uh Instagram and Magnaflow on Instagram. He's been posting a lot of stuff. Um uh, but he was saying um you know, he wasn't sure, he hasn't gotten like a rule book yet, but yeah. but they're doing booth selections and everything else and, and moving well, forward. Well, surely they're
1: there. doing booth selections because yeah. you have to throw your deposit in. But how can you do a booth selection if you really don't have a manual that tells you what the itinerary is going to be if there is? Yeah. So I'm just very curious to see. Thank you, by the way, Richard. Uh, rigid. Industries of the best lighting, off road lighting I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Oh my gosh. I saw your photos of that thing. That's a oh lot. Oh my gosh. Is
1: right. I can see a deer in the next county
0: <laughs> driving
1: home. Um,
0: yeah. Excellent. I, yeah. The photos, if you guys want to see, uh, the bumpers, you could see the ADD bumpers and the lighting kit all on the front of the truck and the thing. Uh, again, uh, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. Um, go and check that out. As first.
1: I posted, I never thought I'd have a vehicle with uh, one light on it, one extra light, let alone like 90. But yeah. uh, man, is it! do I get how they can haul ass off-road you know, in these Baja races at night. My God, I mean, it's just like the daytime. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. You know, and the other thing I noticed was the those bumpers, I don't know, I think those are the prototypes that they sent you. They fit pretty good. They snug up pretty good. I thought they were going to stick oh, out more and everything, but um, they they did a good job with that.
1: Bang up job. First, I mean, I'm sure, we, sure it wasn't their first attempt at it, but the finished product, man, I had nothing but high praise for that hundred percent.
0: Okay. So let me tell you guys about empire covers real quick. And then I want to talk about what's going on with this uh, Mercedes AMG, uh, uh, one, the, the hyper, which I, which I feel like we saw this at LA auto show a million years ago, like what's going on with, with these concepts, but now it seems to be moving forward. But, uh, uh, empire covers you know nowadays cars are designed to keep you safe on the road, but are you providing the same protection for your car off the road that 's where empire 's covers comes in Empire covers they have high quality affordable covers engineered to protect against rain uv rays, tree sap pollen, pretty much anything that damages your vehicle paint. And for premium protection, you can try their American Armor cover. It's proudly made in their Kentucky factory, and they have covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. And all covers come with a free multi-year warranty. So here's the deal. You can get free shipping plus an extra 15% off your entire order with promo code CARCAST. Go to empirecovers.com slash CARCAST. Use promo code CARCAST uh, at empirecovers.com. So it's Empire Covers. Protect
1: what you love. So they – did they protect against hail damage i i
0: you know what? they have the thicker like padded ones that i think can do some of that uh, hail damage stuff okay. you know just getting something in between that hail and and the,
1: the i use the my doormat
0: yeah yeah i am saying you could use a doormat anything you could you know what you need anything you, could. you need a big ass garage <laughs>
1: no shit yeah <laughs>
0: Well, if the weather, if it's not hail, then uh, they could start digging and keep getting down on that, uh, keep working away on that.
1: Exactly. Thank God.
0: All right. So the, the Mercedes, the, it's a, the Mercedes AMG one, this is their latest, uh, their newest hyper car. Um, it's going to be a hybrid. We knew that it's kind of crazy looking. Um, it, it seems like this, this prototype has been around for a while. I don't know that they're actually going to be making a ton of these things.
1: Uh all they need to make is one, man. Yeah, That's I know a, they need to make one. Just, um it looks
0: like two hundred and seventy-five. Uh I'm sure there's some relevance to that number, but two hundred and seventy-five. But it's been uh they've been testing it out on the roads, they've been putting it out on the track. Um this is what we know. It's a hybrid. It has a 1.6 liter turbocharged V6. And if that's correct, 1.6 liters a tiny tiny V6. Wait, I kind of feel like we're 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 talking to Christian von Koneczek at this point, right? With his little <laughs> exactly. tiny uh, yeah. Chimera engine, or uh, I think it is.
1: three-cylinder thing or whatever.
0: Yeah. So th- they, they're they not saying what the output is in, in, in this information here. I'm sure we'll get it at some point. Maybe it's out there. But uh, total power output is 1,100 horsepower. And the little engine will spin to 11,000 RPMs. I have no idea what that's going to sound like.
1: Doesn't it kind of look like this old CLK, the race car? it, it kind of does uh, but, but a smaller version th- th-
0: th- these specs these specs <laughs> with this tiny engine and this high horsepower this is all this is all Kona's egg to me right so you've got to think that they're going after a little bit of that market the the Jesco or the yesCO or y- y- why not
1: you know, everyone you know. else is.
0: You know, so it's it's a cool looking vehicle. It's definitely super carish looking. It's not anything nine eleven ish. It's even more, I would say, super carish than Carrera GT is. Um, uh, you know, but eleven thousand RPM, one point six liter sounds kind of amazing to me. Um, But
1: look what it does to you, right? Just reading the stats, it does that. It gives you that feeling again. It's like, wow, this is cool. I can't wait to see or drive or you know get an opportunity to hear one of these. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's that's porn, right? That's automotive porn. I mean,
0: does it sound like a motorcycle? Does it sound like a race bike? You know, I mean, and then the electric powertrain is going to have to make some noise as well. It can't be completely quiet. I was just driving around town on this. Wait, till you see this thing? This uh, Arc Arcimoto. It's like a three wheeler. It's an electric three wheeler.
1: Well, oh, I cannot wait to see this it's, thing. It's so like you a, have to be sitting in it, on it, or next to it. Please and, put a helmet on.
0: And uh, you don't have to wear a helmet. Here's the deal: is there's no sides, right? It has optional doors, but that's just a weather thing. So I didn't have doors. And then above me, sort of roundish, like a halo, was like a uh, was like a, a roll bar with a with clear like polycarbonate. You know, so it's like a giant windshield. And yeah. uh, there's two wheels in the front, one in the back. It's electric. It's all electric. I'll get the specs and I'll post some videos of my social media and stuff. And it's tandem. It's a two seater, right? So, um, but the electric motor makes some noise, especially when it's all open like that. Uh, I want to say it was like 70 something horsepower. It has like a 106 mile range. Um,
1: you you kind driving a vehicle that I can picture myself in any day of the week. you know what's
0: interesting is is I know on 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 the ranch uh you know you've got the UTVs and all that stuff. This not is not a freaking chance. No. This way. is Uh-oh. this is the electric
1: version. My cows will laugh at me dude. No. It's just the way <laughs> you're describing this thing. It's not going to happen.
0: It's uh, it's got a, it's got an interesting little buzz to it. I I buzzed around
1: town. Um, uh, <laughs> you you're, 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 you're painting a picture like you're buzzing around town, like George Jetson. Is. I, I,
0: I kind of do. Like, no, ah. I I. I I've got some interesting videos. send me videos. He doesn't have the videos yet. Post it on your
1: Instagram. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, You'll bust the internet. Come on.
0: <laughs> it's it's me trying to launch this thing from the start and uh, and – and you can hear it just go.
1: Please, man, please! I'm begging. All you. All right, soon, for, soon for as I wrap this, soon up. as
0: I wrap this episode, I'm going to post a few things up on uh, on my Instagram. I'll get you some more specs on it. It was fun to drive around town, and then I met with like I met with the guys. I met with the CEO. They're, they make it in Oregon, and uh, it's going to be available here. And their their business model is not just consumers. They're doing some some things. There's like a first responder one. Uh, as long as the first responder doesn't really? need to be there in a, in a real rush. <laughs> really,
1: there's a first responder. <laughs>
0: Maybe it's second or third responder, but it's still. Can we
1: please okay. change the subject? I don't want to bag on this company because they may it might be awesome. Now. No, and and it's it's, right. it's it's a fun it's a fun thing. Like, listen, if you're. <laughs> So it's got a siren on it, and are you, it's going to stop traffic in LA. And all of a sudden, everybody's going to stop because they hear a siren. And here comes you and your George Jetson thing, dressed like a first responder. I couldn't take too
0: I was thinking more like on Catalina or some place in Hawaii, right? Like uh, it's sort of a zero emissions roll up on this thing. Uh, there's like a delivery this is version. you're not
1: in too much peril, it could be a first responder.
0: Right? Maybe it's second responder. <laughs> Uh, there's like a delivery version. So instead of the two seats, it's got like an enclosed back and you can do deliveries like last mile delivery, like Amazon stuff. Okay, um, is it like that Domino's... Uh, uh, it, it's kind of like a bigger version of the Domino's pizza delivery, like the autonomous pizza okay. guy. Which, by the way, another great use for this thing. Stack up some pizzas, <laughs> grocery delivery, drizzly. I think it would be great for all of those, right? It's quiet. But nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> you, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> well, look... I, I, it, I don't know. Like I, I need it, to see video. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it there. Where were we? We were at AMG 1100 horsepower. I don't know how sure. we ended up on. Yeah, this. it's nice how you
1: how would you segue into that?
0: I don't know, the electric the electric thing. I think it was it was on the electric <laughs> the electric thing. All right. So speaking of electrics, um, to more Mercedes news. Mercedes is finally coming out with a a legit Tesla competitor, the EQS. Uh, I know this is sort of caught the attention of our buddy Alistair Weaver at at Edmonds. Um. And uh, so I haven't seen it in person uh, yet, but the EQ- EQS is a luxury sedan. I believe it's the first sort of all electric uh, luxury sedan coming from te- uh, from Mercedes. There, the the photos are sort of this two tone thing, like the black and the silver, like they were doing with the Maybach. Um. I think it looks stupid, but uh, maybe it's just the color combination. That's all I could say with it. I just don't like how it's being here. I think maybe the lines of the vehicle. I don't know, like the lines of the now vehicle. Put that in
1: perspective after describing what you just drew Yeah, through. it's
0: definitely not an AMG one. That's for sure. Um, I don't know, like something about the the line on this thing, the the belt line across the side has a little bit of that uh, VWCC if you remember that from uh, a couple years ago. Maybe it's still out. I think it's been replaced by the Arteon, but uh, anyway, it's the interior looks gorgeous. It's going to have uh, plenty of room for it, and we love all the stitching and stuff that's going on. Um, I believe it's going to—it's a, just a massive screen, but integrated into the dash, not kind of tacked on. Uh, essentially three screens, like a digital gauge cluster in front of the driver, a big central screen, and even one in front of the front passenger as well. I'm not exactly sure what the passenger can do with it, but maybe control things like entertainment and, and uh, climate control. Um, now, what I can tell you right now is is there's going to be uh, two versions of this to start with. And I say to start with because uh, Mercedes likes to do an AMG version. So um, there's the EQS 450 Plus, which is a single motor, rear wheel drive, 329 horsepower and 406 pound-feet of torque. Um, expect that somewhere in the 5.5. Second zero to 60 range. Certainly not Tesla beating by any means, but um, uh, that's the base version. There's an EQS 584 Matic. So this is going to be an all wheel drive version, 516 horsepower and 611 pound feet of torque. That should get you down to the uh, 4.1 second range. Now imagine there's going to be an AMG version of this, right? This is where. Mercedes is gonna say yes now we're going after that two point something second range that Tesla's doing um, now as far as range uh, we don't have the actual range yet but the uh, the estimated range is 457 I think that's the euro spec and the Euro spec seems to be eh, it it was it was usually a little more optimistic than the way we test here. Um, but, but what's happening is, is we're finding out and talking to, to, to Alistair is, is a lot of the guys are beating the range. I think he said pretty much all of the cars he tested other than the Tesla was beating the range. So I don't know for somewhere in that 400 plus 420, 450 range. Um, that's, that's a that's a big step up from, you know, let's say the average of, you know, 250 that a lot of the other car manufacturers are are doing.
1: Yeah, and I have to tip my hat in that they successfully are void of any character with the car going <laughs> getting into the all electric space. I mean, they've they they've taken all of the sexiness out of the design of the vehicle. So <laughs> it should fit well in this space. Yeah.
0: Although <laughs> The interior is impressive. The interior does That's look, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think the living space of this, and thinking about how you're going to use the car, um, I think uh, is going to make a difference because that interior is gorgeous. Now, granted, this this vehicle is, you know, it's got all the great stitching and all the the screens are lit up and blue and uh, to, to white and you know it just looks like you know a, a showpiece for sure. Uh, it looks good. It's it's definitely something that I think they need to get into. I think the idea of getting in it into it with the with a luxury version of their EV is better than just going because they're going to have that AMG one as their halo hybrid vehicle, right? With mm-hmm. the uh, so now doing this and then can we get this as an AMG version? Uh, that's going to be the interesting uh, portion of it, I think, as well. So anyway, good for them. If you guys are interested in competitors to to the luxury EV market. Uh, cuz we talked about Audi GT coming out right those as well and Porsche Taycan this is uh this is BM or sorry uh, Mercedes's version of of uh what they're doing um okay uh there's a few more things let me just uh let me just I think the other thing I wanted to touch on was uh oh was, was bronco right there's some delays with bronco but ford continues to test and they've done this for a few a few times with their other vehicles of course is is in disguise they've taken like the raptor out and did some baja racing and, and some things like that and and uh excuse me the uh the Bronco, obviously, it's not disguise. They took it to the Nora Mexican uh, One Thousand Baja Rally. They ran it in the stock class, so they took uh, the four door Bronco, I think the Badlands version version of it, basically stock other than safety equipment, roll cages, and stuff. And they put it out there, and they wanted to see how it was going to go. Um, they they didn't have, you know, the professional like ringer driver. They had him, but he was. On the crew, it was advising the team, and two of Ford's engineers, obviously good drivers, but two of Ford's engineers uh, brought it out there, and uh, it 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 did very well. Um, it, I believe, it was uh, third in it, in its class. Yeah, it took third in its class. Interesting enough, is uh, their Ford Ranger won first in its class, and there's a lot of you know to, platform to be shared here between Ranger and Bronco uh and the Glickenhaus uh, vehicle was took second i i got to look at that doesn't that not surprise thing. me at all yeah. i've been
1: following them on instagram with the, yeah. with the build of that off of it they're cutting cutting edge for sure man i i'm i'm very interested in the stuff that they're doing especially with that GT car
0: yeah well, the Bronco did well, so that's a good sign. It had the roll cage and harnesses and seats and fire equipment, but it had the 2.7 liter EcoBoost of uh, V6. It had the 10 speed automatic transmission. Um, on some of the the, the dry lake bed areas of of the event, they were doing you know 100 plus miles an hour. They ran it on 33 inch uh, BF Goodrich all terrain tires. Um, I think they did something with the uh, with with the axles. Um, yeah, anyway, it looked uh it 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 had all the the standard equipment on it. It seemed to run pretty good. It's a good sign I think for uh for those of you that are on the list for the Bronco and it should be coming out for you guys soon. Uh it seems like it did pretty well. The photos and everything look badass on it. So uh you know, Hopefully it's going to turn out to be what everybody thinks it's going to be.
1: You know, meanwhile, I want to I want to thank Ford very much for uh, e- extending the delivery of these vehicles because <laughs> my son's 15th birthday is Monday and now I it's quite possible that for his 16th birthday they still may not be out. So <laughs> I could possibly give that to him when he when he gets his first license, but you know, yeah. Interesting.
0: Well, that's a badass car for a (laughs) 16-year-old.
1: Then there's that. Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll
0: talk about that. I said many rules are going to be applicable here.
1: (laughs) A hundred percent, and and all of the new apps and all of the controlling devices and tracking and everything will be associated with that vehicle. But Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, price point and uh, cool factor and, um, you know, second generation of that vehicle, truly second generation of that vehicle coming out done right i I think it's a i think it's a a possibility
0: yeah i can't wait to drive it i actually was impressed by the bronco sport and now i'm really starting to see them all over the roads and it's turning out that they're selling very well uh and i think um we're like three days away i was record this so maybe when you guys hear it, like two days away from uh from Maki hitting like all of the uh, all of the showrooms because a lot of deliveries and stuff for the Maki are coming in and uh, Maki, Mackie <laughs> oh, Mackie. All right, before we wrap things up, I uh, want to remind you guys that Dodge has officially opened orders of the new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcat. I've been driving it. It's been a blast. The most powerful SUV ever. They claim 0 to 60 in three and a half seconds. I think admins even did it on their test track in like 3.8. The thing is a beast for sure. And everyone that ordered one, those orders will be... Uh, will be fulfilled. That's what we're told, at least. It's exclusive for 2021. It features 710 horsepower. This new aggressive exterior styling that really is kind of reminiscent of the wide body uh, uh, charger. That's where they're getting that style. And that new interior uh, is fantastic. We talked about that driver-centric cockpit. And now that I've driven it, that large screen, the 10.1 screen, the Uconnect version 5, it's a lot faster than before. The screen is really good in that thing. So I don't, I'm not sure how many vehicles that's going to trickle into, but I'm sure like Grand Wagoneer and all the Jeeps and stuff uh, have it. I don't know that the that the uh, Trackhawk has it yet, but uh, hopefully it will. I don't know if we're going to continue to have the Trackhawk. But uh, anyway, full, all buyers will receive a full day of pro instruction at the Radford Racing School. Uh, deliveries are beginning now. And as you know, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today to schedule a test drive. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think of the what else have we got going on. Um, you know –
1: Nothing. How much with me, man? Shrug, you know, on your shoulders. The, so you got the. I'm a high priced nanny waiting for a garage and his twin turbo to be delivered. Uh, yeah. You know.
0: Do we have a little bit of a timeline on the garage now? Do we have some?
1: some... We're looking at uh, hopefully by September it'll be 100 percent complete.
0: By September, that's a, it's moving
1: along. We'll see.
0: Yeah, that's moving along. Good, good of weather, good weather. You
1: know. I I got,
0: I got an email from the guys going, "Hey, we're we're gonna." We're gonna start getting you the, the the mezzanine that you want for your for your cave, and I'm like, yeah, let's let's do that. And they're like, well, what color do you want it? It's like, I don't know, just send it over. <laughs> it's it's a mezzanine, um, and but but now that I keep moving stuff in there, right? You know, the storage stuff and bringing parts, and every time I come out here, I I clean out more of my stuff and I bring it over there, and I'm starting to think of yeah, I, I kind of do want that damn thing over there now, so. Uh, exactly.
1: It's liberating, isn't it, to have yeah. your own space to be able to stretch out and do whatever you want?
0: I mean, just, just knowing that to get an extra 200, 220 square feet, I think we're going to end up about 220 square feet. and just Oh, you'll need it. And just kind of take my office workspace and put it up in the air and I got more storage and everything under underneath that'll be uh, exciting to do so i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to that but i don't know they better hurry up by the time it arrives my lease will be up <laughs> on this place that's why i told them it's got to be modular i gotta be able to move it you know not that i'm yeah. moving anytime soon but you never know because it's california uh, never know. uh anyway let's uh we'll wrap it up thanks so much you can follow us on uh on social media, as we said before, you can follow, uh, you can follow us, uh, at Car Show on Instagram. You can follow me at Motorator and Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter, Goldberg95, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. Follow him on Instagram. You see the car stuff up there. You see the bumpers, the lights and the this and the that and the, all the good stuff. And, uh, I'll, I'll put up, a. Uh, I'll put up super awesome drag racing videos of me and the Archimodo. Three-wheeler. Please, <laughs> three-wheeler. dear God, I'm begging it, you. It doesn't make much sound. It's just sound. It just it was. It's literally like a Jetson's thing. It's got kind of a jet. thing going on. Sound. It was fun to throw around, man. Uh, uh, I only drove it around for a day. I had to, had, to, had to give it back. I had to think of like L.A. things to do. It was like Venice things to do. But uh, uh, All right, guys. Thanks so much. Until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel.